Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. Today we continue learning Perkiavot Ethics of the Fathers with um, chapter 4, Mishnah 4, in which Rabbi Levitas of Yachne says, Be exceedingly humble in spirit, for the anticipated end of mortal men is worms. So this is like wow, because if you remember that when you pass away from this world, you're going to be in a cemetery and your body is going to decompose and that eventually <clears throat> worms will eat you up, it really creates a lot of humbleness because you realize, wow, at the end of my life, the only thing I am really is the good deeds I left and um, my good name and my good actions. That's it. And the Torah I learned, that's it. The rest of me is nothing. So here... We see here that humility is the foundation upon which all other desirable traits can be built. Humility is the foundation of everything. If a person has no humility, he cannot learn, he cannot be kind, he cannot be giving, because humility is the one that helps us do all the rest. So it is for interest, therefore, the Rambam, in the famous letter to his son, he begins with instructing him to control his anger, stating that this will lead to humility, which is the finest of all traits. So the interesting thing here is that Rambam, is, he knew so much about human nature. He's not telling the son, be humble so you won't be angry. Instead, he's telling, be, telling him, control your anger so you can be humble. It's the, the other way around. Like the action is the one that creates the humbleness. It's not that you're humble and then you're not an angry person. It's the other way around. So it says here, Rabbi <clears throat> Tursky says that he thinks that Rambam is conveying an, a very important concept, which has only relatives recently begun to be accepted upon the psychology world. It's a method called cognitive behavior therapy in which people... In the olden days, when you would go to a psychologist, it would be more of a, um, of a looking at your life, looking at your childhood, where you grew up, like trying to figure out your life, why made you become the person you became. Like this is the consequence of bad parents or bad parenting or, or, or a trauma in your life. And that's how they used to deal in, in, in the olden days in psychology. Today, they've come to realize that this is not a good uh, way to deal with a, with a problem because it never goes away. Like, okay, you justified and now what? What's gonna change? You have now a reason to be the way you are. So cognitive behavior therapy is different in the way that it, it, it treats the, the action. It treats the, 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 the person's um, behavior. And when you change your behavior, then you're going to become that person you should become. So this is what the Rambam is telling us so many years ago, before cognitive behavioral therapy came out into the world. This is what he's telling us, that it, it's important to treat the, the root of the problem and not just the symptom. So if a person suffers from anger, really anger comes from haughtiness, comes from being, um, from being uh, 
feeling yourself more than everybody else, which in reality is a problem of insecurity. So you don't treat that. What you treat is that you treat your anger management. You try to control your anger. And by you controlling your anger, then you're gonna become a humble person. So more. Uh, so we see here that humility is a feeling of attitude, and as such may be difficult to acquire. Behavior that is associated with humility is easier to identify and implement. So it's much easier to identify behaviors that are antagonistic to humility and treat them, these behaviors, and in that way, you will be able to shine as a humble person. So the, the Ramban begins with control of expression of anger, since this is the behavior that is more am amenable to control than is a feeling. And he goes on to describe behavior that is conducive to uh, humility, the way a person should walk, the how one should talk. Like there's ways in which people react that make them f seem humble. And even if the person is not humble, if he adopts this way, the, the way he talks, the way he walks, the way he behaves, then the behavior will make a big imprint in his life and eventually he'll change and he'll become a humble person. So it says here, be exceedingly humble in spirit for the anticipated end of mortal man is worms. And the wording of this Mishnah requires careful analysis. The emphasis on being ex exceedingly humble it's not asking us just to be humble, it's asking us to be exceedingly humble, is certainly understandable because vanity or haughtiness is considered the worst trait a person can have. Like the worst thing ever is to be arrogant. That's the worst thing. And the Torah says, states that the divine presence does not leave Israel even when they are in the state of sin. You can be sinful and Hashem is going to be with you. The only moment that Hashem walks away is when there's haughtiness, when there's vanity. He cannot dwell together in a place where people are arrogant. So the, the answer may lie in the final words of the Mishnah, for the anticipated end of mortal man is worms. The Hebrew word the Mishnah uses for man in this case is enosh. And uh, the Talmud states that there are three terms for man in the Torah, which is Adam, Ish and Enosh. And these are not syn synonymous. They're, they're not synonymous one with the other one. Each one means something different. Uh, they rather represent three levels of a man. So Adam refers to a spiritual man. Ish represents to a lesser spiritual man. And Enosh is a person that is completely devoid of spirituality. And man is composite creature comprised of a physical body and a divine soul. So we have um, many parts in ourselves, within ourselves. We're not just one entity. We have a lot of things living inside of us that rule at cer certain moments. And we have the, the capacity to control the animal soul and to be able to live with our divine soul. So the, the spirituality and vanity are mutually exclusive and the vain person is therefore one who takes pride in his earthly achievements. So a vain person is a person that will say, oh, I made so much money, I make money, it's my money. I am the one that works so many hours. I'm the intelligent one. I'm the one that makes this money. This is an arrogant person. 
If a person says, I have been blessed with money, Hashem has blessed me with money, has, He has allowed me to have a good job and be able to be successful, then this is a very humble person. So earthly man or the enosh, the person that is devoid of spirituality, is a person who knows nothing other than indulging in ephemeral physical pleasures. He's a person that only wants pleasure. So only thinking, what, what is in there for me? If there's nothing for me, then I'm not interested. And an enosh does not look forward to anything beyond his brief sojourn on, the, on earth, following which, following which his physical body returns to its elements. It is the enosh component of our being that must be kept exceedingly humble. So this enosh, or how it's called here, enosh really would be like the animal soul, the ego. The, that part of us that is egocentric, instinctive, uh, it's me, 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 me. Uh, that's 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 a part that everybody has. We all have it. We're we're born with it. There's no no not getting rid of it ever. But that part has a purpose in giving us the the opportunity to be able to rise above it and gain, gain merit and choose to 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 live with our divine soul and act with our divine soul. So insofar as Adam is concerned, this is the spiritual person who is aware that he possesses a divine soul. So we have this duality. We have it inside. It's a battle that's with us since the day we're born till the day we leave this world. And uh, But the more you, you work, like you can give rain, you can give force to either one. The one that you give force to, that's the one that's going to rule inside of you. So if you're going to work on yourself to be more connected to God, to be more aware of God, to learn more about God, then you're going to be most likely a, a, an Adam. You're going to be most likely a person that has a spiritual um, feeling to, the, to life and is going to act in a spiritual way. The Neshama, Neshama's awareness of its being one with God will assure that it will never be vain. So it's very important to learn who we are, what's our purpose in this life, to understand how we're made up. It's, there's no bad, there's no good, it depends on our actions. But it's important to understand that we have that duality and it's our choice to, to see which one we connect to. So this Mishnah comes to teach us that really, if we connect to our divine part, we will always be we will always be exceedingly humble. So I wish you a good week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.